imposing grandeur, the quality or state of being impressive or awesome. The purpose of studying theology and reading books, it's it's not to gain our own intellect, but rather it is to bring us to Him. Because when you see how glorious and how holy and how majestic our Creator is, the more you worship Him. He is our imposing grandeur. Everybody and welcome to our roundtable segment for Imposing Grandeur Radio. So these roundtable episodes are episodes in which we take a small break from our current series and exchange our notes for a cup of coffee, even though we drink coffee regardless, to engage in casual conversation about things that are worth talking about. Um, these episodes are designed to be a lot more chill, but that doesn't mean that things won't get vulnerable, topics won't di- get deep, and theological discussion won't be brought up because knowing us, we will connect a concept to illustrate the epistemological axiom of scripture. All jokes, but you know what I mean. So <laughs> without further ado, today's topic for our roundtable episode is high school part Two. So if you've been following along, you know that we have had questions related to high school sent in from some of you guys, and we've addressed a few of them in a high school roundtable part one episode that we recently uploaded. Questions that were addressed were, how do you know which friend group is right for you? Does how you dress matter? And should you get a job in high school? So if any of these topics interest you personally, or if you just enjoy hearing about the early high school days of imposing grandeur, then be sure to check out that episode. But for now, we are continuing in answering the rest of the questions. As we know, high school itself cannot be limited to just one 20-something minute episode. So this is definitely a topic that needs to have multiple shows, and I have no doubt that it will resurface in the near future, especially if we keep getting great questions like the ones that you guys sent in to us recently. With that being said, the first two questions we have to answer today are relationally based, which makes things a little interesting. Um, So ladies, how would you respond to our first question, which is, can you be good friends with somebody who believes in something completely different from you? What would you guys say? I mean, is it impossible? No. Is it likely? (laughs) No. I... (laughs) I mean, I think it's important to have friendships with non-belief. I'm ta- I'm talking here like Christian versus non-Christian. I'm assuming right. that was the intent. But I think it's important to have non-believing friends so that you can be witnessing to them and sharing Christ with them. But I have found that I can only go so deep with those friends because that chasm is just so large between us and – That doesn't mean I don't love them and we don't have fun times together and we don't, I don't know, have a good time, but I just don't think we would ever be best friends because my faith is so much a part of who I am and it's all encompassing of my life and that's just not for them. So, Yeah, I agree. I think you can be two different types of friends. Like You're not going to go to your unbelieving friend and ask for wisdom or for Christian guidance, because they're not going to give you that. So like you can have friends that you have a great time with that maybe don't believe the same thing as you and consider them a good friend, but deep best friends that like have rich friendship that are building you up and sharpening you in the Lord are obviously going to be believers. So it's kind of like you can, but not at the same time. 
Right. I mean, we've heard it said growing up in church, you have your close-knit friends, the inner circle, if you will, and then the bigger circle that kind of outstretches to those who may think differently, have different set of beliefs. Um, I know for high school in particular, because this is the whole base of the question, like high school, can you have um, be good friends with somebody who believes in something completely different from you in high school? Um, I went to a public high school. <laughs> I didn't have... I don't think I had one friend that was a believer in high school just because of the classes that I was in, or at least was not living and practicing out their faith. Um, I knew of people like that, but we weren't like good friends because we never really overlapped and crossed paths in that way. Um, But with that being said, my quote unquote good friends in high school were unbelievers But they were my good friends, meaning that they were just the people that I saw the most, that I talked with the most, I guess. Um, But I didn't, I I think I hung out with one of them outside of school once. Like, I did not hang out with them outside of school. Not to say that that's bad. Like, you, you, um, you shouldn't hang out with your friends, like, that aren't believers outside of school. That's just, I didn't find myself gravitating to that, Annie, like you were saying. Like, I knew that I couldn't really talk to them about something that, like in in the way of me seeking advice, I could talk to them about it, like in a, an evangelistic conversation, but it wasn't something that like I I couldn't talk to them like I would talk to my friends at church, you know, like mm-hmm. opening up to them, um, talking to them about things that I'm struggling with or asking for prayer or, you know, like spiritual conversation that um, when yeah. something's such a big part of you, it just overflows in conversation. I was just going to add to that too, like how you were saying you wouldn't go to them for certain things and stuff. I found those relationships with non-believers are almost always like pouring out mm-hmm. and not necessarily. And I think that's almost where like part of why there is such a huge divide between the two of you. Mm. Right. So encouragement for people who are in public school, who may be in the situation that I'm in. Yeah. You can be good friends with somebody who believes differently from you, but just know that that relationship should be majority of you pouring out, not you seeking to be poured into because Mm. they are coming from a completely different set of values and beliefs than you are. And you want to be the influencer. You do not want to be the influencee. So I think that is the key right there. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is I think I got caught up in high school of being disappointed when my unbelieving friends didn't treat me a certain way or didn't respond to something the way that I would like I would get disappointed and be like oh that's so frustrating mm-hmm. when really it comes down to we can't hold them to a Christian standard if they don't claim to be believers so if they're not responding to something in the way that you see fit or you would like you know you have an opportunity to be a witness to them and show them the way to respond to a b and c or show them how to be loving to you know so and so like they are looking to you mm-hmm. um being so different than them and I think just praying that God would help you to not grow bitter or upset when they're not acting like your Christian friends because it's just a different standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so our next question, I guess, just moving on. So all it says is dating in high school, question <laughs> mark. So, so I want us to um, kind of unpack that. There's a lot there. <laughs> go so, a lot of ways. I know. So uh, I guess to reframe, rephrase this question, and we can kind of like um, ask more questions as we go along, but would you guys 
I guess, encouraged dating in high school? Um, yes or no? And maybe give a brief description why. Well, I guess, I guess, first of all, did you guys date in high school? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go on the record to say no. But anyway, <laughs> Annie, you were in the middle of saying something. I said, yes, I would encourage dating in high school, but with a huge but. Um, be, sorry. I just <laughs> want to rephrase that. <laughs> I, with a huge I, just know, but. I just know my mom's going to make fun of me for that, so I just want to... <laughs> See, I didn't want to laugh. I thought of it. I was like, why did she have to say it like that? It's like, maybe you spell it out for us. Why can't you just say however? However. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) Please keep that in there. No, no. no, no, Please. I'm keeping that in there. (laughs) Yes. However, I think there's so many facts. Because... Some people will say, oh, no, there's no point in it because the likelihood of you getting married to that person is slim. Well, I've I've met a ton of people that married their person they dated in high school. So I don't know if that's true. The maturity, like there's just so many personal factors that play into it. Your maturity level, their maturity level, like where are you at in your faith? What do you want to do in the future? Because you will change a lot. And I just, it's such a broad question and I would have to really know the person individually to say like, yes, you should date or no, you should not date. I don't know. It, it goes back to the heart. Like, and what are your intentions with wanting to date? Why are you dating this person? And then just using wisdom and discernment of those probably around you, maybe your parents or like a mentor or people at your church. Like, are they encouraging this relationship? I don't. There's a lot of maybes that I have with this question. I know when you're dating in high school, you can miss out on a lot of girl relationships. I know that I did at times in high school, and I really wish sometimes looking back, of course, I didn't know where the relationships would lead. Um, now I have 2020 vision looking back, but I wish sometimes that I could go back in time and be like, you know what? I'm just not going to date. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm just going to like enjoy the relationships I have. But of course, like God had a different plan for me. I learned a ton through dating in high school that I think I would go back and do again just so I could experience my relationship with the Lord deepen in a lot of ways just through trials and like heartbreaks that can come along with that and all of that fun stuff. Um, So everyone is different, but I think prayerfully walking into that is really the best way you can. Asking your parents for guidance, asking, you know, older women around you for wisdom, not being afraid to reach out to people that have gone through it and be like, hey, is this a wise thing for me? Um, Because you can glean a lot of wisdom from people um, that have gone before you in that. So I know there's some of you listening that um, have not dated in high school uh, or you're not currently dating. Um, my heart goes out to you because that was me. But it's not like I didn't want to date in high school. And you can ask um, Annie because she knew, I feel like, more than anyone because we were really good friends like in high school. She knew me during this phase at least. I wanted a boyfriend so bad in high school. So if you're listening to this and you're in high school and you just want a boyfriend, I mean, girl, I feel you. I feel you. If you're a guy listening and you're in high school and you want a girlfriend, I mean, I guess – 
Welcome to Imposing Grandeur Radio. I don't think we have anyone from that demographic, but if you are, welcome. Like, you're welcome here. But anyway, um, so just for, I mean, kicks and giggles, but also, I don't know, this is like, this might be a little too sad. I'm an avid journaler, and I've journaled since fifth grade. Um, so I brought out one of the journals from high school. So hi, let's have high school Alexa on the show. I know Hello. you guys can't see, but the cover of my journal says you only live once. And then it says YOLO at the bottom. So <laughs> that tells you my age. I don't know what it does. Do people even say YOLO anymore? I don't know. But during this time, it was like the thing to say. Um, but anyway, this this journal entry is February 28th, 2014. So I was a junior at this time. And let me just say this. Um, I really wanted to date in high school. I didn't. And I am praising God for that because I'll tell you why. I do not like I read these entries because I did journal all throughout high school. I read these entries and I resonate some, but I don't think of it as me writing this. It's like a completely different person. Like my values were different. My passions were different. My aspirations were different. Like it is wild how much change can happen in a period of time. So for those of you who are in high school, who want a boyfriend, who are don't, who are not getting a boyfriend, I just want to say you will not be who you are right now, years from now. Once you get to college or out of high school, you are going to change drastically. So if you don't find a boyfriend, that's totally fine. Like, just figure out who you are. And I know that's easier said than done. And that's why I'm tapping into high school, Alexa, because it's so easy to sit back as a college graduate that I am and be like, you know, it's fine. Like, you're going to you're going to be in college and look back and say that is like, praise God. I did not date anyone. Praise the Lord. But I recognize that when you're in this situation and maybe you're in college and you feel like this, like it does get sad. It does get lonely. And this entry is kind of sad. Like I was reading it and I was like, wow, like I forgot that this was a genuine feeling that I had that many high schoolers probably go through. So February 28th, 2014, junior year high school, Alexa, um, it starts off with this. What's wrong with me? So many people tell me how beautiful I am, but no guy ever seems to give me a second look. And I can't help but think that there's something wrong with me, even though I know that there isn't. I don't know. I'm just really sad right now. With it being prom season and all, it gets to you. I feel like this time next year, I will be the only one without a date. I just can't imagine a guy getting butterflies when he looks at me. Ugh, I hate crying. Ugh, 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 ugh. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's sad. And I'm thankful that I have that entry because looking back, I just think of, praise God, I did not have a date. Like, thank you, Lord. I was not who I am now in high school. You know, like Mm -hmm. I wanted a relationship because I wanted a cute, funny, sarcastic relationship. Like I wanted somebody to joke around with. I didn't want a ministry partner. I did not want a man of God. Like, I mean, yeah, I wanted him to be a believer, but like The values I have today are not the same that I had in high school. So the Lord spared me from so much heartbreak as I'm trying to figure out what I, who I am and what I needed. But I'm acknowledging that, that and rejoicing in that. But I'm also trying to get on y'all's level who are listening. It is easier said than done. Like there are real Mm -hmm. emotions intermingled Mm -hmm. with this. I mean, prom season, especially like reading this, it does bring back familiar feelings of 
everyone's getting promposed to, you know, like proposed to, but prom, like everyone has a date and like, granted, there was nobody in my high school that I wanted to take me to prom, but I like, that was a valid feeling. I wanted to go to prom with somebody, you know, and, um, if only junior year Alexa would know that the following year, senior year, she'd go to prom with a team. Hello. <laughs> that was the she best prom, honestly. It was. And like, I didn't even go to my high school. It was such a good time. So like, you know, the Lord is at work. But anyway, all that to say, like, like, just rest assured. God knows what he is doing. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I am 24 right now, looking back at high school, rejoicing that I never had a relationship. But I'm also acknowledging the fact that it was hard. It was lonely at some points, you know, when everyone's dating around you, which I feel like the same cases said today, except everyone's either married or dating or engaged. Um, he's at work, you know, just put it in the Lord's hands. So I just wanted to come on there. And I mean, junior year, Alexa is probably like, oh my gosh, Alexa, why would you share my journal entry? But you know, <laughs> like we write journal entries to get on people's levels, you know, like the purpose of that journal entry is to hopefully encourage anybody out there listening um, who may be feeling feelings extremely similar to that. Oh, yeah, I'm the host of this. So anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, now that we have talked about dating in high school, um, let's get to a more practical question. So how do you know what you want to do after high school? Like, is there a certain, like, steps that you follow? Do you take a personality quiz online that tells you what you should major in in college and then you get that for four years? You know, like, what is it? I mean, if only if it was that simple. Um, what do you, what do you guys say to that? Like, how do you know? Well, this may come as a disappointment, but I mean it as an encouragement that not most people don't use their degrees coming out of college. A lot of people don't do what they sought out to do when they first entered college. And some people do, and that's awesome, but some people don't, and that's okay. So I went and put too much, this is from coming from my perspective, who does not have a bachelor's degree, dropped out of college, and started a photography business. So I have a very different perspective than maybe some people. But um, I would choose a degree that is interesting to you, but versatile, because you can come out of college and have opportunities and more doors open than maybe a very specific major would have. Um, And I think it's okay to leave high school and not know what you want to do, because you're still a teenager. You still have a lot of life to know and see. And like, you know, quite honestly, Alexa, Annie, and I could be in 10 years doing something entirely different than we're doing right now. And that's okay too. I think every life has seasons and we're not meant to do the same thing forever. God can give us different opportunities, different titles and um, responsibilities as life goes on and we get older. So don't put so much pressure on yourself to figure out what you need to do right now. Um, because that's just too much stress and pressure to put on someone who's still growing up and is still a kid. Um, and I think I put so much pressure on myself because people around me were deciding what they wanted to do. And I was like, I don't know, because I have interests and things that I love, but I could picture myself doing a few different things. And, um, It helped me choose kind of the college I wanted to go to, just being more interested in kind of the liberal arts side of things. But once I got to college, my major changed and I had different interests um, just a year later. So I wouldn't 
put pressure on it. I would pray through what you feel like God's leading you to. But ultimately, I would remain open-handed with the future, knowing that God can um, direct you and and, um, guide you into different things that maybe you didn't originally plan for yourself. And that's totally okay. Yeah, I agree. And for me, I changed my major like four times. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it was all within the business like school, so it didn't really matter. But um, you just don't. And I look back too, and I'm like, if I had known this like four years ago or something, I totally would have done that or done this. And so I can't tell you how many vocations where I was like, if I had just known about that four years ago when I was starting school, I would have done that. But now I can't do it because it's four years of schooling and so, or four more years. And so, um, I would just say, be slow, like be slow to decide. I mean, everybody around you is going to act like they know what they're, (laughs) what they want to do and stuff. And some of them genuinely may, but I would argue the majority actually don't. And I mean, I'm about to have a human resourcing degree and I don't plan to use it at all. (laughs) Like Avery was saying, um, I would love to teach like history or literature or I don't know, do a million other things, but there's just, I don't know. There's no like shame in waiting and to decide. And I think it's one of my accounting professors once told us, she said, I think it is um, shameful how we expect 18 year and 19 year olds to decide what they're going to do for the rest of their life when they have no idea what they Mm -hmm. could even be doing. And so I really like that really stuck with me. Just take your time, figure it out. And Avery said, like, if you are going to opt in to go into college immediately um, after high school and you're still unsure, pick something useful and be wise about it too. Like you don't know. So don't spend money, like tons of money on something that you may not enjoy in five years. Like pick something you can't go wrong with business school, like business school stuff is always very helpful. Um, I don't know, but just, you may not ever know what your future interests are going to be till you get there, but know your future interests might be very different than where you are now. And being okay with like, you can go to a trade school. You don't have to go to college. Like if you don't yes. want to waste your parents or your money and you want to do something like, I want to be a hairdresser and go to cosmetology school, or I want to learn electrician, be an electrician and go to a trade school. Like that is okay. And there's plenty of people that do those type things and they love what they do. Um, and yes, no shame. Yeah. There's no shame in not going to college or taking a gap semester or you know, having dreams that are different than college. If you just want to be a mom or a missionary, like that is awesome and good for you. Like there's so many opportunities in, in titles and responsibilities the Lord gives us and not all of them equal college. And that's fine. Exactly. And I know too, like college seems like the culmination of what you should do. Like everybody talks about or at least in my parents, it's like talking about our college friends or these funny stories. And like, if you don't go to college, how are you going to make your lifelong friendships? And how are you going to meet your spouse? Mm-hmm. Like, but like Avery said, you really don't. And the Lord has already planned out your life the way it's supposed to go and what he has in store for you. So you really don't need to worry about that if that's not what you want to do. Yeah, I think definitely normalizing the fact that you don't have to go right to college is a good thing. Um, Speaking for myself, 
I've been to three different colleges. So, and I took a gap semester right out of high school. And um, speaking about high school Alexa, who didn't know who she even was, I had so many different aspirations in high school and none of which I am pursuing today. Like I wanted to be a heart surgeon and I was in a junior MD club, you know, the future doctors of America, which was just a whole like a fever dream, honestly. I don't even remember like like how I even got involved in that in the first place, but I was just in it for the money. Like I could say that wholeheartedly. Like that was that was my goal. I wanted to be a doctor and make all that money. And I was like, oh, a heart surgeon, like why not? You know? And so I toured a cath lab and did all that stuff. And then the Lord humbled me and gave me like like a weak stomach. So I can't even like talk about blood without like feeling queasy. But, um, so I just, you know, like your passions change, your aspirations change. Um, and I mean, the Lord had it so that I took a gap semester right out of high school. And I say that the Lord had it because that was not in the plan at all. I thought I had my whole life plan and I was going to go to this one college for four years, graduate, graduate, and then work, um, this position or whatever. And, Um, the Lord had it that I took a gap semester and then I went to one college for a year and a half. And then he called me to another college in upstate New York for a year. And then I finished my psychology degree. Well, I got my certificate in Bible and then I finished my psychology degree at another college. Um, so it's just wild. You don't know. You really don't know. And if you had told high school Alexa, Hey, you're going to go to three different colleges. I would probably freak out because that was not, that's not what you do. Like you, you go to college for four years, you graduate on time. Um, and then you get a professional adult job. But I think it's important to normalize the fact that you don't have to go right to college, take a gap semester. That gap semester can say with hundred percent honesty was the best thing that happened to my entire like college decision life. Um, I would not be who I am today. Um, if I did not take that gap semester, it was really, really helpful to have that gap between high school, four years of high school and four years of, um, college that I will be partaking in. And, um, so yeah, like let's normalize that. Even if you start to college and you take a break in the middle of college for a year, you can go back, you know, like it doesn't have to be four straight years and then graduation, you know, like you can graduate uh, at a different pace than everybody. And that's, that's fine. But, um, so if anything, let us be that voice that is the minority in the public today, because like Annie said, it's kind of the norm to assume that, oh, you're going to college. Like if I had a dime for every single time somebody at church came up to me during high school, like junior, senior year and said, so where are you going to go to college? Like if I had a dime that would build my savings account, like as a high schooler. Um, and I always had the same thing. Oh, well, you know, I'm not sure right now, but I'm leaning towards this college. And it was just like, I had no clue, but I was just like, they want an answer. So I'll give it to them, you know, but, um, so yeah, you don't have to know. So, um, yeah. I guess something that came to my mind real quick is what would y'all say if the parents are putting a huge emphasis on going to college immediately after high school because I know almost majority of my friends that was expected that you go to college right after high school. So what do you say to the girl that's like, I know I could benefit from a gap semester or I don't really want to go to college. I want to do this, but their parents aren't on board. That's a good question. I think I would be advising this friend to really pray about having an honest conversation with 
his or her parents and just be like, hey, if the parents are believers, what is the benefit that you see with me going to college right out of high school? Um, Is it a title thing? Is it because everyone else in our family did it and got a bachelor's and blah, 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 and, and you're wanting me to follow in your footsteps? Is it because they're worried that there won't be stability for that child? Whatever the case, um, I would have like an honest conversation with them and be like, hey, I feel God leading me to this. And I really feel like he's going to provide money, opportunities, and open doors for this. And if the parents aren't willing to trust God's providence and leading in that, then I would be you know, telling that person to continue praying that God softens that parent's heart to understand where they're coming from. But I think it definitely comes from a place of, is this a pride thing where you just want college to look a certain way for your child? Or is this, you know, is there a reason behind why they're wanting them to go to college right after high school? Um, And, you know, it's just spending that time in prayer and trusting that God will lead and guide where he sees fit. Um, but sometimes that is like a really hard thing. I've had friends that go to college just because their parents want them to, or go to a certain college when they really wanted to go to a smaller college and not SEC school or whatever. Um, and feeling, I want you to know that it's okay to feel different than what your parents are wanting for you. And I hope you can pray for boldness and courage to talk to them about those things and really humbling yourself and coming from a place of why do I want to do something than what my parents are asking? Is it honoring to them to have this conversation and be like, hey, I only want to glorify God with what I do. That's why I'm considering this opportunity over going to college right out of high school. Um, Because if you have also prideful reasons for behind why you're wanting to go against what your parents are advising, then that's a whole nother story. Yeah. And I think too, remembering God's not going to lead you into sin. Like if the Lord has placed those desires on your heart to take a gap semester or go to a trade school or not go to school and, uh, um, but your parents are very much against that. You need to honor them Mm -hmm. and obey them. And God is not like going to college and doing those things. Go with a joyful Mm -hmm. spirit if you really don't want to, because God will use that for his glory. And, um, and it just might be a part of your plan, even if that's not what you're right. wanting. And same goes for the fact of I know currently we have family members that are applying to schools and not getting in or, you know, maybe their dream of going to UGA or something is shattered by not being able to be allowed into that school. I think, too, going with your if you're having to go to your backup school, going with a attitude of joy as well like Annie was talking about it may not be the school Mm. you imagined or dreamed of but God can still use it and still bring you awesome friends awesome community awesome education experience and something that you look back and you're like wow I'm really glad I went I went to this school I did not ever see myself here but God knew I needed to be here and just trust his leading and guiding in that too that's good um and I'm hoping that uh if you're listening and you are in high school that this was encouraging to you and if you're not in high school um but rather in college or even younger um that you were I guess if you're older that you were able to resonate with some of the stuff that we were saying I know that everyone's high school experience is different 
Um, but we all do share some similarities in our confusion, our unknown of the future, and just, you know, like not knowing what the next chapter holds. And for some people like myself, that holds many different chapters in different places, <laughs> or it just holds a completely new chapter. Like, like Avery, you were saying, you know, like doing some years at a college and then getting married and like starting a whole new life, you know? So, um, it's exciting. And it's even more exciting and encouraging knowing that God is in control. You know, that brings us a great deal of comfort in these times. But um, I just want to say that this was really fun to reminisce. Um, We'll have to come (laughs) back with this topic and maybe I can read you guys some more happy journal (laughs) entries. Um, But uh, yes, just know that um, if you maybe identified with high school Alexa, junior year Alexa, um, even senior year Alexa, when she thought she was going to be a heart surgeon, um, <laughs> just know that you are not alone and take heart in knowing that God is at work and um, you, he's still forming you. He's still forming us and he will always be in that process. But unfortunately, we have run out of time today, so we cannot delve into this topic any longer, but we'll have to have this resurface in the near future. But um, I just want to say thank you, ladies, for joining us as we discuss these <laughs> um, wonderful glory years. <laughs> um, of course. Uh, yes. yes, with the occasional cringe. But uh, <laughs> I look forward to our next roundtable episode, and we will see you all later. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.